As the CEO of an internet security firm focused on securing traditional channels as well as emerging channels such as mobile, Dick Williams spends a lot of his time focused on keeping up with ever-evolving and increasing cyber threats. At Webroot, where he's been able to build on his long-term career experience in IT and software, he's been able to take the company to a new level. Here he explains how his career led him to Webroot and where he sees cybersecurity and emerging technologies going in the future. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So Dick, the last 40 years of your career have been focused on technology, but did your career actually start in a different field? Not really. Uh, when I started the university, I thought I wanted to go into business and started in uh, business school because my father had always been in business. Uh, after one semester, I was bored to tears and uh, transferred to the University of North Dakota and majored in mathematics and minored in physics. And, uh, you know, it's been technology ever since. Now, the reality is is that uh, while I started in technology, uh, after I left a uh, year's graduate work at the University of Minnesota, going to work for IBM, I had very quickly gravitated to an integration of technology and business. So, Dick, tell us about some of your earliest career experiences and how you think they helped you get to where you are today. Well, I spent 22 years in IBM, and I have to tell you that was an incredibly good experience for me, both in terms of uh, teaching me all about information technology. The whole reason I joined IBM was I was already you know, very, very interested in, in computer systems and uh, computer technology, and I really wanted to learn the computer business. I thought that would take me two to five years, and I committed I'd stay as long as I was learning and growing. I left IBM 22 years later, so I guess I was a slow learner. But it was an incredible opportunity to learn from the ground up. I started as a system engineer and a uh, applied science rep. Within a year, I converted into sales. And it's been a combination of uh, technology-based business ever since. And uh, the things that I learned was it's a rapidly evolving field and that uh, technology plays an incredible role. And if you're going to be in technology, you have to constantly figure out how to be the innovator and the technological leader. Dick, you've mentioned IBM several times, but I'm curious to know if you had any mentors that stand out, whether those be at IBM or elsewhere. I've been very fortunate uh, throughout my life and my career to have had a number of great mentors, many of whom I'm sure didn't think of themselves as being mentors to me. The number one and, and most significant on me is my father. And uh, you know, I was just blessed uh, with, with an incredible individual you know, who was totally a self-made man and, uh, and worked through many careers and, in fact, worked until he was 90 years old. And I uh, had a very close relationship to him and just learned enormously from him. But then I, I have two to three key mentors uh, in IBM that stand out very strongly, each with different things that really helped me develop and constantly brought me up short when I was doing less than what I might have been able to do. So let's talk about where you see the industry going, Dick. What themes or trends in technology and security would you say have been steady or have held consistently true over the course of your career? Well, the bad guys, that is the really bad guys, not the semantics and McAfee's who we typically think of, think of being the bad guys. The real bad guys, the criminals, are incredibly innovative and smart, and they've been innovating for quite some time. Eight years ago, eight, ten years ago, when I joined the board at Fortify Software, which is a unique security company, I used to come out of every board meeting shaking my head, wondering why I ever did anything on the Internet because it was so dangerous. And what I realized at that point in time uh, was that the bad guys were using technology extraordinarily well and were innovating and they were cooperating. The security industry at that time hadn't innovated in over 25 years. And the security industry, even to this day, has difficulty cooperating. So 
what has happened is that uh, cyber attacks have become increasingly more sophisticated. And even going back six or eight years ago, already every threat was a polymorphic threat. You know, meaning that it didn't always look the same, it always looked different. Uh, increasingly they have been targeted very specifically at an individual or at a specific business. And as they attack different people within that organization, they look different. As they attack different organizations, it may be the same exact threat, but it looks different. So signature-based systems no longer work and haven't worked for six or eight years. The criminals have gotten really very good now at disguising their activity. Uh, and so you really have to look at the behavior of things and you have to be able to look at how things uh, change over time. You know, the smarter threats are increasingly the norm and that calls for smarter cybersecurity. So Dick, what would you say, or what would you anticipate, I guess is a better way to ask it, being the biggest unforeseen cyber threats the public and private sectors will face in the next five years? Well, if you're online, you'll experience a breach. You know, phishing attacks have increased by over 19 times just in literally the last year or so. A dramatic increase. And increasingly, they're very sophisticated. So what it really requires is both smarter security as well as the collective intelligence of everything associated with uh, where that thing came from, uh, what's it doing, what's the file, what's the application that's associated with it, how did it arrive, what's the IP it arrived on, what's the reputation of the URL that it came from, what's the reputation of other things associated with that. That's what we call collective intelligence and uh, collective uh, security intelligence. The bad guys are just going to get more and more deliberate. There's nothing to deter them and they will deploy more and more computer power in order to accomplish their ends. Dick, how has the emergence of mobile devices adversely impacted cybersecurity? Well, the mobile threat landscape has grown and evolved in the last year and won't slow down anytime soon. We all have at least a mobile device and typically multiple mobile devices. The majority of the malware currently comes from third-party markets or file-sharing sites. And with mobile devices on the rise, they're becoming the security perimeter for the business. Uh, and increasingly, those attacks are aimed at less secure mobile devices and less secure mobile users. People think that when they're out in the world, they don't have to think so much about security, and it's exactly the opposite. Companies need to stop reacting and start predicting and start ensuring. They need to think about the totality of how they protect themselves. And, you know, Dick, we talk often about how mobile devices have adversely affected our ability to secure the so-called perimeter. But have mobile devices actually helped to improve security in some ways as well? I can't think of how. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Over 50% of the online banking transactions are done with uh, mobile devices today. Banking increasingly is an online uh, endeavor, whether it's for businesses or for consumers. And over 50% of those uh, transactions uh, that are done online are done with mobile devices. The easiest and best way to protect that is to make that application absolutely secure, such that even if your device is compromised, that banking transaction is not compromised and the bank isn't compromised. So Dick, you know, as we're seeing more transactions move from the traditional PC online environment to the mobile channel, do you see the mobile channel evolving in ways similar to the online and PC worlds? It's going to evolve rapidly. One of your earlier questions was, how did I see the technology industry evolving? And the, the fact of the matter is, is that it evolves very, very rapidly. And uh, predictions that uh, you know, things are going to stay however they are are always wrong. Attacks have moved beyond mobile devices already. Everything that can be connected to the Internet 
you know, can be hacked, and everything that can be attacked, attached to the Internet will be targeted very specifically. We hear a lot about the Internet of Things. That increasingly, you know, dramatically increases the perimeter of the enterprise. When you have uh, point-of-sale devices, uh, you know, have been the, uh, the point of attack in a number of these instances. You had a, uh, an HVAC vendor that was a point of attack for another one of these major ones. But we really need to think in the context of smart homes. And uh, when you've got a smart meter, when you've got smart appliances, when you've got uh, you know, very intelligent gaming consoles, when you've got smart TVs, all of these things have to be protected, and uh, I believe that that is the future of what we used to think of as being mobile computing. And I'm curious to know, based on this ever-evolving landscape, what types of opportunities would you see for younger professionals who are interested in pursuing careers in cybersecurity? Maybe it's not necessarily the fields that we would traditionally think of. Maybe there's other areas that could be of use or interest as we see attacks evolve and change. Well, I, I think that uh, we need to encourage engineering and technical education in general. I have homes both in Boulder and in San Francisco, and in San Francisco in particular, you hear an awful lot of discussion about how do you get more young kids and how do you get more females in particular into uh, the technical fields. I think that just makes good sense for everybody uh, because the world is evolving in such a way that we all have to understand technology uh, no matter what role we play. I don't care if it's healthcare, if it's uh, social services or anything else, technology will play a very significant role. Uh, and uh, the better education grounding that we have, the better off we'll be. My career has evolved rapidly through time to much more of a business focus, but one of the reasons I've been able to be successful and to do the broad variety of companies that I have is because of that very strong technical background that keeps me very grounded and, and allows me to understand where things can go and what you ought to do as a result. Uh, so when you come to cybersecurity, the most important thing is a very good grounding in basic sciences, in, uh, in data sciences, and the humanities as well. As we take a look at uh, how we uncover threats today, it's very much thinking about how you know, people think and turning that into machine learning and pattern matching ways that uh, we can identify you know, the latest or the most evolving threats before they actually occur. And then, Dick, before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? Well, be optimistic. I believe that you need to be optimistic because there are great opportunities in every one of these threats. And that's exactly the way we're leading uh, WebRoot. We believe that uh, there's an enormous opportunity for us, and you need to watch where we're going. You know, we've totally transformed the business here over the last four or five years, starting with a total transformation of our technology stack. We and today are entirely SaaS in the cloud, uh, entirely behavior-based as opposed to signature-based. We have an extraordinarily lightweight client that can reside anywhere. Consequently, why I'm so optimistic about the Internet of Things and the opportunities that that provides us and, uh, and the opportunities by the connected home and smart cities and the opportunities that those kinds of things that provide us. Dick, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Very informative. Thank you. I appreciate it. Again, we've just heard from Dick Williams of WebRoot. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.